0: And welcome back, everyone, for another exciting episode of The Camaro Show. I'm Chris. Oh, you didn't hear Jason. That's right, because he's not participating in the show this week. That's okay, guys. Uh, Jason had um, some guests arriving in town, so he couldn't uh, be part of the show this week, or we just couldn't you know, get together. So I, I, I really didn't have all that much to go with for the show this week, so I figured... I would do a quick show for you guys um, and let you know um, that we're still here for you. Yeah. (laughs) Um, There's only been a couple news articles that have come out in the media this week. I wanted to go over real quick. Jason and I will probably uh, get more in depth with these next week. And then also last week at the Camaro um, show, in uh michigan here uh the roger chevrolet does a show every year they do a huge camaro show it's really really cool uh it, it's basically the kickoff for the summer car show season um, the camaro boss as we call him the chief engineer uh al openheiser uh gave a, a little talk uh with his um camaro zl1 one le he was driving and i recorded that And I'm going to play that for you in this episode. So this is what the majority of the episode is going to cover. It's about a 16-minute talk he gives. Uh, But first, I want to get into some of the news articles that dropped this week. Um, The fleet uh, of Camaros have been spied outside the Proving Grounds here in Michigan. Now, uh, Milford Proving Grounds uh, generally has a lot of cars roaming around there, but It looks like, and we went over this a couple weeks ago, there were some camoed Camaros that look like, possibly, a mid-cycle refresh is in the works and speculation is 2019, but who knows, really. And we'll get into this more next week when Jason's back on the show, but we have um, some cars here that look like um, they're camoed, the entire car, and then there looks like there's some ZL1s that are just camoed in the rear, so I'm guessing they're going to keep the front fascia the same for the ZL1, refresh the rear kind of like they did with uh, the 1415 uh, model refresh for the fifth generation, but then you got what looks to be SS cars and V6 cars where the whole thing is camoed and there appears to be a different front end, but we'll get into that. Again, like I said, um next week. We'll get into that more as we're looking over the pictures. Uh, the next item I saw here is uh, the new Camaro GT4R um, has made uh, its season debut for the IMSA and the Pirelli World Challenge Championship competition. And there's a, a cool video we posted on our Facebook page over at uh, facebook.com slash Camaro Talk Show. With uh, team Chevy just talking a little bit about uh, with Stevenson Motorsports about the all new uh, Chevy Camaro GT4R, which is pretty much a Camaro ZL1 1LE. So, we will link that up in the show notes as well this week. Um, now I'd like to get into uh, the interview. It's not really an interview. Um, Roger Chevrolet last week held their big Camaro show. No, I didn't win the Camaro, I wanted I bought a ticket, but I didn't win. Um, but Al came out and, and gave a nice little talk and in front of his uh, zl 11 le car he was driving. So Al's going to talk a little bit about uh, Krypton Green. He's going to talk a little bit about uh, Camaro sales. And he's going to go into a little bit about the Camaro zl 11 le what it means, and why they did it. So without further ado... Here is the man himself, Mr. L. Oppenheiser, chief engineer of Camaro. The
1: uh, 2017 and 18 Camaro, uh, I have seen a couple of them here. First of all, those uh, of you that have asked through uh, email, that means Facebook, whatever, Difficult for us because we're at Lansing Grand River where they also go Cadillac and we sequence bins um, one after the other, whether it's Cadillac or Camaro, unless it's a special build, like the one we're running, but for Krypton, we listen, we learn, and so now we have a very good tracking mechanism, um, we have uh, we can't order one anymore, uh, we're still building them through the model year, but uh, that's the number if you're asking. So if you have one, and I know there's a few here, you're a, a very select group of people that have those. So we, we have some for sale. So if we want to add <laughs> <get laughs> into that, I've just life. been informed that there are a few for sale here in <if> interested. <laughs> Thank you. Um So that so was some the big news for 2017. <laughs> uh, that color <laughs>
0: debuted at SEMA the year prior. Um, Yes, we asked we knew we were coming out with it, but we asked for your opinion and you liked it. <laughs> but um, those
1: are great venues for us to show off things that we, we are coming, not 100%, 100% of them are, but it gives a us a good idea for marketing. Yeah. Uh, we did a for Donovan's Song. Um, those of you that don't like it, it that's okay. Most of the program is not Alex, Alex. Of course, the 17 was the year of the TL1 introduction. Um, we only wanted a 72937 at the recording, which was not, uh, the phenomenal uh report. Um uh, we also introduced 2017 uh, 108 V8, SS uh, 108, and the first time V6 108. That power was intended for those of you that are not making a career out of it, you want to go and racing, just uh, drive car, V61LE. The new car is pushable by any, any driver, whether you just turn 16 and just getting into driving or you've been racing and you just want something to slap around the track. It's a really, really good car. I invite you to look at it if you're looking for a track day car. You just want to uh, get into it uh, as a hobbyist. Um, been me a I don't have a couple of I don't have any i got a convertible. I don't have any. So, uh, you saw last one. Well, we we're going to keep running the gas mileage on tracks. So they came up with a fuel bolt uh, design that allowed the car to go out. And once they came up with the RPO called the 1LE, it started dominating the track. In uh, Gen Four carried over one of the one uh, Instead of having a flat black on the hood or a black stripe on the hood, it went to the rope. But so that tradition of track, uh, RPOs continued to change. June five, I've seen several so today. We've got the one going, uh, treated, treated the track, performance to to for the the 51LE is one of the finest cars we have one from our favorites. Uh, we got it for Steel, uh, for one you know, of I think the year before you start buying aftermarket cars, uh, uh, springs, uh, and yeah. so on. Uh, if you wanted to do that with our car, and So you don't have to put anything with this car. So the first thing we did was we took the B48 anchor system from the gen and went to Bookmap, Ontario, and we took the next generation of the uh, and this is the, uh, the difference on uh, this one is it was two implemented in the development phase, when we locked in on what we wanted from a high and low speed to down to the mountain. We said, well, let's make the right back adjustable for you when you make the ride. Right. So for the first time, this amateur system has a 20 mil adjustment to ride right, like 10 out, 10 down, per setting. Very easy for you to do when you're in the track. Remove the set screw and basically you can dial a lower spring seat uh, to get the height adjustment that you're looking for. Uh, It may require, depending on where you are, um, there's a uh, spring seat tool you can buy from Texas or Santa Monica or any of the catalogs. But it's meant for you to be able to use your tools and basically have a four-backed take the weight off front quarter, and you can adjust the front dampers plus or minus 10 mils from the factory to your liking. So that was the first major step in improving this. The second major step was we wanted this to be, if you're starting from an office ZL1, you have to go think exponentially how do you make it even a better track star than the ZL1, Well, basically want you to do a race start, so we took all the rubber compliance out this. This is a hard of damper. It's a hard amount of damage. So there is no rubber uh upper stuff mounts in metal mounted. Uh, that allows more um, flexibility in our shoot tuning. Um, next point being that we're giving you adjustable camber plates. So if you see here in blue coat, there is an adjustable upper camber plate here that uh, again with uh, box boxband range that you carry with you in track bay, you remove three bolts and you can adjust this plate 180 degrees and it will subtract the area, let you know, in the track setting. And you will be able to dial in another 3.7 degrees of magnitude beyond what anybody else is giving you off the shoulder for. The springs on these front Ampers are the three inch five pole springs. Uh, the flat top uh, screen so I mean basically those placement you can work on any recent guide that are subscribed to, to. Uh, much better than if you have that uh, instant where you need new frames to track extra wall the best wall on your buddies. That's what we're I mean. saying. It's not the production of big, large, three-pole trains. It's basically a track screen. So we give you the adjustability on the front, on the back. Uh, because there are so many tracks from Benjamin to VIR, to wherever you go, uh, there's form entry, and form exit, or and so uh, we really dialed into the one with this car, but we wanted to make sure that based off the tracks, that you could actually bring in more under or over so we give you adjustable rear stab arm. Uh, we can adjust it uh, for the uh, sear and rear setting for the sear, So if good you will be feel is to four forecast and uh, a couple of standard tools to adjust the tar and the track. Which is really not. we give you the keys. To- We got some tricks that are going to be talking about. Aerodynamics. Uh, this car makes downforce on on production floor. Uh, you see this new front splitter and it is new. Uh, you also see the front dive planes. we you take the mass out, we're taking over like, 16 pounds out of the car. Um, one of those being the, uh, the lower uh, the running lights. Uh, place the dive planes to help with remove uh, front blades. Uh, It's designed with the rockers that is are unique, mm-hmm. um, and as well as this new airfoil. And please don't ever come up and say it's the spoiler. This is an airfoil. Spoiler is something that you blow over and make it look cool on the back. It does keep it on. So this is, we work with Brock Miller on uh, steel models at the Brackley barrel uh, tunnel over in uh, England. Three years ago, we developed this <laughs> airflow. we decided to go carbon fiber. We designed the upper surface, the lower surface, surface. we designed those sanctions to <laughs> be aerodynamic. And so, you get a carbon fiber airfoam, weaved, but actually it's very functional. Uh, that itself, provides 300 pounds of air outburst. It's got a 10 degree pitch course, and it's uh, not adjustable because you don't need it. What we're doing at is to help keep, keep these really good years. Uh, super-car 3R tires on the ground. These tires, New are and uh, Germany, we're at the These tires were showing us uh, 2.2 feet of power, feet capability, and whatnot. Uh, it's uh, Goodyear's first attempt at uh, a cup tire. They've done a phenomenal job, they worked with us on the zl one and 15, and we gave them a chance to perform, and they did an outstanding job. Uh, so you've got the 305s in the front and the 325s in the back. Uh, the brakes are the same brakes as the zl one because they're phenomenal iron brakes. We did not need to keep raising the brakes to build the department's price. we just been marketing them to do that, but don't need them. So, we think we've got a fantastic package why did it come from the ZL1 and why did it have all the stuff on it, because it is a ZL1, so if you buy the ZL1, you pretty getting and tidy, getting all the pieces that come in there, I think we should start with that. And from there, it goes all around. So, Sikun, in the next month or so, for some really great exciting moves on this car, as far as performance numbers, probably the biggest performance number. 69995 dollars 95 we uh, in the 50s. We've uh, done with the BFC on it. And uh, I don't know anybody else that can give you anything that matches this on the track. And if they can, it's going to be at least two to three times the price. So you have to keep pushing the funeral forward. we done that. Uh, this is definitely the ultimate track funeral in terms of I love seeing every car here that's got some little modification to it. No one ever stopped. I'm hoping that you agree with us on what they've the factory. I don't think it costs anything.
0: That was Al, that was Al. Uh, I apologize in advance for the audio quality I tried to do as best as I could I, I used my iPhone And recorded it in video form Which we will be releasing uh, Soon after the show And uh, I just ripped the audio out of it And put it in the podcast So yes That was it guys um, We did receive some uh, voicemails this week Obviously since we don't have Jason here this week I'm not going to go through the voicemails without him I just wanted to uh, let you know we have been getting uh, your voicemails. We've also been receiving your warm messages for Scott Settlmayer, uh who's recovering uh, from a stroke. And uh, it sounds like he is getting better. And uh, with each day, we hope he uh, he starts coming around a little bit more. So our, our thoughts and uh, prayers and, and and all of our good thoughts are with you, Scott. Um but uh, with uh, with that, guys, that's going to be the show for this week. I want to say uh, Happy Memorial Day for all you guys. Please, as we as Scott would always say, please uh, buckle up uh, and don't drink and drive, guys. Please. So we will uh, be back at you next week, hopefully for a <laughs> complete show with my cohort uh, in addition. So uh, we'll see you next week. Say it. Thanks for listening to The Camaro Show. Don't forget, drop us a voicemail at 586-486-3182. We'll see you next week. See See ya. ya!